You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. second is an appeal to your person, your pride. You the man, go ahead, gain some glory. The third is called the lust of the eyes. It's looking and seeing, oh, if I just could live there, if I just could have that, (laughs) that's what I'm looking for. It's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And every single temptation falls under one of those categories. Today, Pastor Danny will remind you of the temptations to sin that Satan brought to Jesus after his 40 days of fasting in the wilderness. Satan tried to lure Jesus in three areas, and Pastor Danny will remind you that these temptations describe the sins that you commit still today. Jesus was able to resist the temptations and come out the other side victorious, having clung to the promises of God found in the Bible. You too can have victory over temptation. Immerse yourself in the Word and use it as your weapon. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 3 with today's edition of The Living Word. Courage. Why do we need courage? Because the Christian life is a life of self-denial, of daily taking a cross, and suffering. That's what it's about. Jesus said, you want to be my disciple? You can't be my disciple unless you deny yourself, take up your cross daily, and follow me. Now here's the deal. Here's what he's done for us. He's the author and the perfecter of our faith. That's what the Bible says. He's the author and the perfecter. That word author in the Greek is used in several different ways. And one of the main ways it's used, it speaks of, and it means someone who's blazed the trail, blazed the trail. He's the author. He's blazed the trail. And he says, now here's the way. See, Christ doesn't say, there's the way you go do it. No, he's already gone. And he says, I have gone ahead of you. And I have laid you an example, and if you will follow me, you will live in victory. In the world, you'll have trouble. Don't worry. I've overcome the world, and you can overcome if you'll follow me. Now, the particulars of that example, he showed us how to suffer, and he was willing to suffer. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10 In bringing many sons to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the author of their salvation perfect, that's mature, not sinless, he's always been sinless, perfect, mature, through suffering. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7, during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. But he wasn't rescued. He didn't bypass the cross. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, mature, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. He is to be our focus. He's our example. And he says, fix your thoughts on me. Fix your thoughts on me. And if you'll fix your thoughts on me and you follow me, I'll show you the way to victory. And the first thing we have to come to terms with, we have to be willing to suffer. Leave Hebrews for just a minute. 
Go with me to Matthew's gospel. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4, you have the place. Look at verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Let me just throw in here, James tells us that God doesn't tempt people with evil. It's the devil that tempts. Here's what God does. He tests. He tests. James starts out and he says, hey, don't be bent out of shape. Don't get all, that's a loose paraphrase, about the trials that you're facing. Because these trials uh, produce perseverance, and perseverance must do its work so that you might become mature and complete, not lacking anything. So as mysterious as it is, Jesus led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil but tested by the Heavenly Father. Okay? Verse 2, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. That is the biggest understatement, I think, in all the Bible. (laughs) One of them anyway. I don't fast for long periods of time usually. I try to fast regularly just as a discipline. Uh, You know, I just try to skip meals and sometimes go up. A day, you know, and, and occasionally, you know, I've done through several days of fasting. And um, the few times I've fasted for several days, uh, I have experienced on just a few number of occasions what it is for the hunger pains to disappear. And if you fast enough days, you will get to the point that it's, it's not hard anymore. It's hard to get there. <laughs> but once you're there, the hunger pains go away. But medically, when you fasted as long as Jesus did, 40 days and 40 nights, they tell us that the hunger pains come back and with the kind of intensity you can't even imagine. It's excruciating. Because at this point, um, Jesus' digestive tract is beginning to digest live tissue from his own body for energy. In other words, the body's beginning to eat itself. And you've got hunger pains that you and I will never experience. I mean, he is so hungry at this point, and it's excruciating. And it's at this point, the devil comes. Verse 3, the tempter came to him and he said, If you're the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And it would have been nothing for Jesus to say, Stone, be bread, and the stones would become bread, and he could have satisfied his excruciating hunger. What does he do? Jesus answered, verse 4, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. There's my hero. There's my hero. Whoa, what a Savior. Oh, what a man. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you're the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written. Now Satan uses the word of God to tempt Jesus. He'll command his angels concerning you, and they'll lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Psalm 91, verses 11 and 12. What's this appealing to? It's appeal to his pride. Hey, do something glorious, you know? Call attention to yourself because, hey, you the man. And Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. We learned last week, Satan had the right to give him the kingdoms of the world because he is now the prince of this world. We forfeited our right of dominion. Jesus gained it back, even though we won't experience it until his second coming. So Satan could have given him the world. And Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Hip, 
hip, hooray for my Savior, Jesus Christ. Man. Now, I believe that this wasn't the total temptation in the wilderness. It lasted longer because he fasted for 40 days, all right? But we have three recorded for us. Why just these three? Because every temptation falls under one of these categories. Every sin falls under one of these categories. Uh, The first, the hunger, that's your physical appetite, your appetite to satisfy some physical desire, some physical hunger. It's called the lust of the flesh. The second is an appeal to your person, your pride. You the man, go ahead. Gain some glory. The third is called the lust of the eyes. It's looking and seeing, oh, if I just could live there, if I could just could have that, <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. It's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And every single temptation falls under one of those categories. Now, different circumstances, God, uh, Satan uses different people in all different scenarios, but every single temptation is under one of those categories. Appealing to my pride, appealing to the lust of my eyes, or appealing to the lust of my flesh. Jesus was victorious over all those three. And he shows me the way, shows me the way, shows me the way to victory. What's the way? I have to be willing, I have to be willing to suffer. That's the only path. Because he's our example, he's the author and perfecter. And he says, now, you want to be my disciple, deny yourself. Take up your cross daily, daily, and follow me. Follow me. Boy, there's so many on this. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we've gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. That's one day when we'll be changed. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. Did you hear how practical that is? Did you hear that? In other words, if I persevere, say no, and willing to suffer, I grow in character. I mature. And because I mature, I realize I really can, if I follow Jesus, live in victory in this cursed world. I really can. The book of Hebrews encourages its readers to discontinue their reliance on the law, the old way of living. Jesus came to fulfill not only the prophecies of a Savior, but also the law itself. He perfectly lived out every word of it, never wavering, and always showing love and kindness. Jesus then became the sacrificial lamb, the one who would die in your place, so you wouldn't need to face the punishment your sins deserve. His blood paid the price. All you need to do is accept it. Are you ready to take this step of faith? Jesus is ready and waiting for you to step away from your old life with loving arms wide open. If you're making a decision for your Savior today, please let us know. We want to pray for you and be available to answer any questions you might have. Please email us at info at ccfstpete.church. 
That's info at ccfstpete.church. We're so glad that you tuned in today to The Living Word. If you live in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you too. Come by Calvary Chapel Fellowship on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. to worship the Lord and learn from His Word with us. Be sure to stop Pastor Danny and let him know that you're a listener. You'll find more information and directions at ccfstpete.church. If you can't join us in person, you can still be a part of our virtual congregation. Join our live stream at ccfstpete.church. That's all we have for today. Tune in next time for more from this study in the book of Hebrews right here on The Living Word. 